following podcast contains references to the consumption of alcohol. If you are not of legal drinking age, please do not consume alcohol. Also, if you are of legal drinking age, please drink responsibly. Magic Cocktail Hour. My name is Ryan, and my favorite fanfiction AU trope is Giant Library. And I'm Matthew, and my favorite AU thingy is Coffee Shop. And I know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is a podcast where we like to sit down, have a fun little drink, and try to be succinct about we're jumping into territory that we haven't really touched before, which is exciting and sexy and fun. Have we have we inadvertently made fanfic before? We've made like OCs, like original characters. <laughs> Sonic OCs. But I don't <laughs> Do not steal. <laughs> Do we have a DeviantArt, Ryan? <laughs> Probably. I don't. I don't think I've heard anything. Deviant from art? Deviant is that even a thing? A, is it problematic? In a while. <laughs> Probably is. Not since my Tumblr days. It's like middle school. <laughs> Ooh, Tumblr. Yeah. That's an embarrassing bit of my past that I just let slide into the internet. Um. No, we are gonna like kind of be talking about fanfic. We're playing a fun little game that we found. Uh, Matthew, what is your experience with fanfiction? Um. Before we get into that. Should we talk about what we're drinking today? We should. A big part of this podcast is that we do, in fact, like to have a drink. Matthew, what are you sipping on today? I gotta stay true to myself. Mm-hmm. Stay true to that shandy boy spirit. So I'm Love drinking him. a rum and coke. Just kidding, it's a shandy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's my summer drink. You can't steal that, buddy. It was a goof. What are you drinking? <sighs> Uh, I'm not drinking summer shandy. Once again, I keep forgetting to put it, I either, like, forget to put it on my grocery list, or I think a while back I put it on my grocery list, and then we didn't record, so I just drank them. But this week I have a quirk. Ooh. Cherry Blossom and Lime from their Berry and Botanical line. Cherry Blossom and Lime. Mm-hmm. Is it- It's very good. Is it super strong? Is it like a LaCroix where it's just like- seltzery taste with a hint of so quirks have the most flavor i also think that they have the most calories and therefore are the least seltzer like okay and they're more just like a fruity soda with like a just a splash of vodka no (laughs) i don't know it, they're good. I would drink them, but they're they're less like they're marketed as a seltzer, but they're less like a seltzer and more like just a good drink. <laughs> <laughs> they're very summery, very refreshing. Would you say and they're they're quirky? 
They're pretty dang quirky, if I do say so myself. I almost said, are they up, down, but that's quarks. That's different. I'm going to pretend that I know what that means, and we're going to... You do know what that means. We took astrophysics together, or whatever that class was called. I did not do well in that class, and we both know that. (laughs) But what if there was an AU where you did? Ooh. I would be on the Star Trek Enterprise. Don't think they're called Star... I meant Spaceship. Starship? Starship Enterprise? I'm a bad nerd. That's what we're going to learn today, is Ryan doesn't know anything about anything. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages. That word? <laughs> it's like, I know it's in that opening crawl thing. It has to anytime, be starship. Any, like, anytime somebody says it, it's just static <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> it's got to be It starship. has to be starship. Starships I don't know why it to would fly. be... Remember high school? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of high school, fan fiction. <laughs> so yeah, uh, do you have any experience with fan fiction in the past, Mr. Matthew? Um, nothing particularly strong jumps out to me in terms of my past with fanfic. Um, I think the closest I've ever gotten to fanfic was... I used to make a lot of comics back in the day, like bootleg comics, and I would maybe be a little lax on licensing. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe sometimes some people who were from real companies that won't be named showed up. Do you think we're going to get a cease and desist? You never know. But I assume Marvel. (laughs) No, actually, I think I was more of a DC boy at that time because Teen Titans was Uh on. Okay. But that's not that's not a confession. <laughs> I don't know what the statute of limitations is for for copyright infringement. But yeah, I'd say that's maybe my closest. I never really like got into reading fanfic because I never f- figured out where to procure it on the internet and I was afraid to look. But yeah, that's my experience. Uh what's your experience? Um I didn't really start existing in, like, online spaces, really, until, like, college. Um, that doesn't mean that, like, it's not like I was just, like, pre-internet. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not some, like, weird nostalgic 90s kids only shit. (laughs) I remember (laughs) dial-up. It's just that, like, uh... I don't know, we just, wasn't that important to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and so it wasn't really until college. Yeah, I kind of feel like our generation was like the, uh, to use a pretentious word, The last word, word like internet was optional. Yeah, like, I can remember a time in my house before the internet, mm-hmm. and I feel like our generation is kind of like that last... Because, I mean, uh, I can remember the internet, like, before YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, like, before Facebook and Twitter and all that firestorm. <laughs> I remember yeah. back when you were just friends with Tom on MySpace. 
<laughs> did you have a MySpace? No, I never did. I th- I thought social media was stupid, and I still do. But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> did you have um, a MySpace? No, I wasn't. So, like, I remember I was in, like, seventh grade when I think MySpace was kind of, like, at the end of its peak. Mm-hmm. Because I had friends who had MySpace. I had a couple friends who had MySpaces, but most of them weren't allowed. Um, I wasn't allowed to have a Facebook until 8th grade. And my mom was required to have my password. Mm-hmm. Until, I think, high school. I think I was able... It was just for, like, that first year. It was, like, a beta test probationary period, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Facebook probationary period. Um, and I don't think she ever used it. Um, it was just like a to keep you in line kind of thing. Yeah, like if, if I started determined. acting weird, yeah, <laughs> mutually assured destruction, I guess. Although I don't know I how she set gets... up my mom's Facebook page. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I don't know how she gets destroyed. I know how you get destroyed, but. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace. Facebook seemed more family-friendly at the time, even though it definitely wasn't. It was... I remember it being... I don't know that family-friendly is the term. Less of a firestorm, (laughs) definitely. Yeah, It it was just newer. There was that farm thing that you could do. Yeah, they had a lot of games that you could play through the website. And then, like, badges and pokes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. It was wild. Um, The final frontier. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. Unless you're Jeffrey Bezos. You just blast yourself right into space. On a dick rocket. (laughs) What were we talking about that was, like, real? (laughs) There we go. Uh, but yeah, so it was high school, kind of, like, very toe-dipping, but not really, and then college. Mm-hmm. I lived on campus, I had access to internet, I started existing in online spaces more consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not good, honestly, but I survived, that's chill. Yeah, um, <laughs> as both of us being at least formerly Doctor Who fans, I'm surprised we weren't, like, deep in the fanfic, because I feel like that's a big Yeah, I media. feel like you and I were into... I, you weren't really into Supernatural. No. I just know but about you, Super Hell. <laughs> but that's neither here that's nor there. That's just because I ranted about Super Hell after I quit watching the show. Mm-hmm. That was a weird frustration that brought up a lot of anger <laughs> about something that really doesn't matter. Um, but you liked Sherlock. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Who, kind of at the height of... I feel like, like I kind of tried to hold on to Doctor Who a little after the peak. Mm-hmm. Just because I was like, it's Doctor Who, you gotta love the dumb <laughs> things that don't make sense. Which is interesting because I feel like I watched it longer than you did. <laughs> No, I guess you started delving into, like, old, like, OG Doctors. Yeah. And I was like, if you just stick through it, you can ignore what What's-His-Face <laughs> has done to the series. The Moffat. 
There we go. That and Sherlock, he was running both. We should have known. We should have known. Um, and it also pains me that I know this phrase, but Super Hulak was a big thing. Super, super Hulak. That's fun. It was like a specific fandom of people who liked Supernatural Sherlock. You know what that is. I mean, I understand what it is. I didn't know what that was before this moment, but I can gather through I context. I hate that things. I knew that and you didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not really like in the community or like meta yeah, of these shows. Yeah, I feel shows. like you existed outside of fandom mm-hmm. a little bit more, fandom, which I that's feel the like I was looking for. fandom is... Especially at that time when, like, nerd culture was kind of culminating as, like, a more mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, like, men weren't still gatekeeping, but I feel like women started existing more openly in fandom spaces. Um, I was also really into, like, Harry Potter, fuck turfs. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was big then? Twilight. Twilight. Twilight had a very um, popular fan fiction that turned into it, Fifty Shades of Grey. A, a real book, yeah. Well, that's a, <laughs> a book. It's technically still real. <laughs> I didn't say good. Is it real? Questions it we'll exists. never know the answer to. <laughs> Callbacks. <laughs> Spooky. Um... But yeah, it was it was a wild time. Fandom was really weird and toxic, and there's as ev- as the audience will learn tonight. Not everybody should be authors, and we are no exception to that rule. <laughs> I intend to make beautiful works of fiction, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna put my creative writing class degree, technically. <laughs> I took a course in creative writing and got a degree. Does that count for anything? You didn't get anything? a degree in I got writing, a degree. You got a degree. That I took a creative writing class to get. So therefore, I'm a writer. <laughs> I, feel for, I feel like that just means you have a liberal arts degree. Nope, you have... No, you don't, do you? I don't know what the difference between degrees in like liberal arts colleges versus real colleges are. Liberal arts colleges require gen eds, well like there's a lot of colleges that let you like just start specializing. I think that seems... I could be fucking wrong. Okay. So I have a degree but... from a liberal arts college. There we go. I'll give you that one. <laughs> um, we're not talking about degrees today, though, Matthew. We're talking about a really fun game. But that, that does remind me. Whenever you hear these stories, remember, these are two people with master's degrees. <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't tell them my credentials. <laughs> my creds. <laughs> I don't want our school to come back and try and take them from me. 
I was about to say, they don't know where we went to college, but I think we've said before. <laughs> we've definitely said before. I think we've said as, as soon as last episode. Possibly. But no, uh, with like quarantine, I feel like it was really popular to start doing stuff that like, you know, I talked about existing in virtual spaces in like college, mm-hmm. but I was also like surrounded by more people that I'd ever met at one time. Mm-hmm. And then like, COVID quarantine hit and everybody kind of had to start existing in virtual spaces, even if it is with like people that you know Yeah, it's in a, real life. It's a different dynamic. For sure. It's definitely different, for sure. Um, you and I started having to do a lot of shit virtual, so that way we could keep going how we're mm-hmm. doing. Um, and there's like this really great group of mods who kind of like came together and they're like we're i assume i assume this is this is a dramatic reenactment of how it got how this game came to be um this does not reflect the actual <laughs> it's like do we know it disclaimer? doesn't and the devs are lovely we reached out to them to make sure that they were comfortable with us kind of talking about it mm-hmm. so everybody um, needs, and they were they were super sweet on their best behavior because they might hear this <laughs> <laughs> they might this might be the one that people actually listen to um but no like they are like super great i assume that they came together and like ugh we have to all exist in virtual spaces and i'm tired of staring at a skype camera and drinking like we all are it gets exhausting from time to time you I've can only have never so much done wine that before in my life <laughs> Um, and so, like, we're gonna come up with a super fun game that people can play for free, mind you, mm-hmm. uh, that lets them be creative, lets them be funny, lets them kind of play off of each other, how friends kind of do get that banter going. Um, and their, like, opening tagline of, like, it's fanfic with friends, and it's called Frantic Fan Fiction. I don't know if I said the title yet. I'm not great at promoting stuff, but I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you go to franticfanfic.com, you can play the game. You can. But on their little, like, about page, the first sentence is, A brand spanking new creative writing party game where friends furiously write each other's fanfiction. Frantic Fan Fiction. Uh, it this game takes inspiration from the classic Pass the Story with a nerdy pop culture twist. Frantic Fanfic is a fandom frenzied supercharged mess of exposition, rising action, falling action, resolution, and everything in between. Um, I found it on uh, TikTok. You can roast me about it. I don't care. I found it on TikTok and I was like, that sounds fun. And then as soon as I did that, I text Matthew and I was like, I want you to look at this and see if you think it would be, like, a fun episode. Because it looked a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can play with just one person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, ideally, it's not something you should play with two people. It, We're, we're not playing it correctly. <laughs> no, uh, I think the they recommend at least three players, but you mm-hmm. can have up to... Uh, 12, 14... Yeah. You can have up to, like, 14 player, 16. Oh, I guess, okay, there were a couple options that I wasn't scrolled down far enough to see. Um, 
You have to like 16 players. It's super fun. You can play it at three different speeds. Um, like frantic for like three minutes ish, uh, five minutes or 10 minutes, which is what we're doing today, but we will not make you listen to the whole 10 minutes of us <laughs> typing. Yeah. Cause that would just be the worst ASMR <laughs> anybody's ever heard. <laughs> And a lot of cussing. We might leave in some of the cusses. Um. <laughs> There'll just be like a quick succession of fuck, shit, fuck, uh, fuck, shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but no, they recommend having at least three players. Uh, Matthew and I will both be playing with two players, so that way... It sort of evens it out, the experience. It evens it out, and we're not both... Not one of us is just kind of sitting there mm-hmm. <laughs> waiting for the other to finish writing. <laughs> yeah, and... We, we don't have a third player because we don't have what... I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. We don't have friends? Is that the word? Friends? 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 Yeah, we're, we're a podcast we're duo for a reason, and it's because we consistently only talk to each other. <laughs> yes. And we don't... We can't get friends by talking about our podcast, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have tried. It does not work. Um, but no, so we'll both be playing with two characters. It's super cute, super funny. Uh, you go in to the Frantic Fanfic website, and it lets you, like, pick a cute little avatar. I picked, like, this goofy little cat, Mm -hmm. and named him Bug, and then I also picked a possum and named him Goober, Mm -hmm. and then you get to... Matthew, what did you pick? I picked a raccoon. Oh, and I should this. Oh, I missed a big, like my family, in reference. I named the raccoon Ken. I should have named it Dubaji. My sister will know what that means. But (laughs) (laughs) um, and then I also picked a demon and named him Beef Boy, (laughs) because that's the two that I made when we were testing this out, and I just kind of ran with it. I think I think mine are also some that I tested. Uh, when we play tested, play <laughs> Just tested. Kidding, I don't know. Um, and then uh, once you have all your players gathered, you enter the sacred hall of fanfic, which is really just like a player is just like a get ready sign that lays out all the people who are getting ready to play, and then you click. Uh, what is it called? The, the, the tome. sacred tome of fanfic. Yeah. When you have three plus players, and then you start in with the game. When we were playtesting, especially that first night when we were just trying to see if it was something that we wanted to go, like, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was goofy, it was... It allowed us to, like, <laughs> just be, like, unabashedly weird. Yeah. And let things kind of get away from us. Things got a um, little we, while. <laughs> They do, but I think that that's just kind of like how friendship works. That's just how we, um, we played in the space. It does let you pick if you want to allow mature themes or if you want to go for a more all-ages setting. Mm-hmm. We went ahead and clicked mature, but we had like caveats in place so that way nobody's like uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not going to um, be like yeah, it's super not going to be gross slash fiction. That very specific breed of fanfiction that everybody's aware of. Um, I would say nobody talks about, but everybody talks about. (laughs) (laughs) 
everybody's secretly into it, but everybody on the outside is just like, no, that's not for me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but, like, once you, like, get into the game, if you kind of are stuck with uh, the characters that you chose and you don't really know where to go from here, it lets you, like, click on a prompt. Um, you put in five characters at the start, and then... Theoretically, I'm assuming if we did it correctly and had a third player, we mm-hmm. wouldn't start. There's not a chance that we would start with characters that we just wrote, because it kind of jumbles them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody and disperses. Everybody puts in like five characters. Mm-hmm. In our case, we're gonna do ten because we've got two players each. But everybody puts in five characters, and it kind of mixes it up and get puts them out at random. Mm-hmm. And that's who you get to pick write your first bit of fan fiction from and then we each uh each player gets to pick two out of the jumble of characters and then you start um but it has like funny little writing prompts um that really just kind of like helps get you going and like kind of get you through if you get stuck or if you get handed characters that you don't really know anything about you can just Turn them into regular people. <laughs> you can write a fanfic about Carol Danvers, but just make her some lady named Carol. <laughs> Not saying um, that happened, but... I don't know what you're talking about. We never did that. Um, but it is really fun. It makes you kind of think on your feet. Um, we're going to go through, play a, a couple rounds, probably, mm-hmm. and just kind of see how that goes. And if you guys mm-hmm. like it... Uh, go play at franticfanfic.com. The mods are super great. Like I said, we reached out to them and they were super supportive. They told us that they, that of course, we can talk about it on our podcast. And mm-hmm. but so basically, what we're gonna do is we're each gonna put in ten characters, and then it will give mm-hmm. us the characters to pick from two each, and then one person will write the beginning. The next mm-hmm. person will write the middle, and the last person will write the ending. Kind of like, if you know what an exquisite corpse is, in terms of like drawing, where some person, one person draws like the head, one person draws the body, one person draws the bottom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'd say let's click on that tome and get to playing. Let's get this started. Let's get frantic with our fanfic. I do also like, though, that, so, like, you set, like, when you start the game, you set that you want it to be, like, mature audience or 18+, plus. but once you get the characters and you select the characters, you can also choose again if you want the story to be 18+, plus or all ages, Mm -hmm. and I like that because you can set parameters if, like, somebody puts in, like, characters that probably should be all ages because people get real weird with it um yeah so i I appreciate that it lets you kind of like work in steps if you want it to be okay that is two beginnings down for beef boy and kin beef boy and kin that was our 80s sitcom theme (laughs) and by our i mean my because it's me. Before you came, living in Cincinnati. 
Working all day, hanging out at night, before and can. Doing fraud stuff in the evening, like going to the movies. Michael McDonald sings the thing song, just in case you were wondering. Before and can. Before I love can. you, but I need you to, to <laughs> not while I'm finishing this. Beef po- but Beef Boy and Ken was filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. Okay. Beef Boy and Ken. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's just what was playing in my head yes. the whole time. Oh, these... We got each other's stories. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. This never happens. Is that mountain really named Mount Crumpet? In, yes, in Whoville, it's named Mount Crumpet. That's awful. <laughs> Are you testing me on Grinch lore? <laughs> I don't... I, I mean, I believed you. It's just... I hate it. How do I go from here? <laughs> Need a prompt? Yes, I do. Lavender scent. That works for Twilight. Not... <laughs> Not for Darcy and Alf. <laughs> I don't know what to do with either of these. <laughs> I don't either. That's the problem. Good. Eh. No. Boom. Before and can have submitted their little parts. Before and can. Going on a tandem bike ride through the park in Cincinnati. Before and can. How do I handle Darcy and Alf? <laughs> <laughs> How does one handle Darcy and Alf? That's what I feel like I know which two, or at least which one is not gonna make the cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's not without lack of like want. They it's another couldn't. one of those situations where, like, I don't know enough. I know enough about one character that has already kind of been written in a way that doesn't make sense, but it's fine. <laughs> but I don't know anything about Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of fanfic, though. It doesn't have to be accurate. It just has no, to be what you want it to be. <laughs> just what It's just what Beef Boy and Ken want it to be. Before and can. What do you get when a demon and a raccoon rent an apartment in downtown Cincinnati? Before and can. Okay. Time to write the ending of the second fanfic. Okay. Oh, I'm getting the same ones again. Oh, oh I hate this. <laughs> Now I have to figure out <laughs> where I was going with these. Ugh. Jokes on you, I was going nowhere. <laughs> no jokes on you. <laughs> I'm not the one that has to write the ending to him. This is the ending. This is the way the fanfic ends. This is the way the fanfic ends. <laughs> Not with a bang, but a whimper. Come on, Ken. Come on, Ken. 
key change. Big boy and Kim. Eating some chili. Big boy and Kim. Uh, did you finish all the voting? Yep, I'm. Green 50 like best. Uh, I don't think you could tell because I hadn't started singing about Beef Boy and Kim. <laughs> back from writing our beautiful stories yes um so a couple things i forgot to highlight uh because i was really preoccupied on the first part of before you write the story Mm -hmm. um after there's two other parts that you get to do with your friends um one you get to go through and title the fan fictions that you first wrote so you get Mm -hmm. to like see them in all their glory and then pick a title that works for that and then after all the titles are picked everybody playing gets to go through and vote and like click little emojis and kind of like see which one kind of wins and then there's bonus votes that lets you pick like best title best use of like angst in the novel or in the story Mm -hmm. um just like overall which one you liked most yeah we are not going to be reading all four on podcast. We're going to be reading the top two of each round. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk about the top two that we think deserve to be read? <laughs> sure. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, why don't you go first? Okay, so the story that I am picking as the top one of the top two is called this is not an advertisement for Zach Baggins' haunted house or haunted museum. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if we said, but this we had a theme for this round, in which all the characters we uh, gave for picking were things that we had referenced on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so my two characters that I picked were Baby Grinch and Zach Baggins. <laughs> or did I pick these? Yeah, I picked these. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story goes, the moon was bright in Whoville. The Who's were fast asleep in their beds. Luckily, one man was acting as a protector in the night, keeping the demons at bay and saving the precious children from Whoville safe from the demon haunting Mount Crumpet. My name is Zach Baggins. This is Ghost Adventures. I heard about the story <laughs> haunting the Who's, and I knew I had to investigate. The, the story told of a green fucking thing that lived in the fucking mountain. That mountain was fucking haunted. <laughs> I bought the mountain to see if I could figure out what had possessed it. It was a weird fucking furry dude. Long story short, I tore that shit down. But if you want to visit some of the dirt that I took uh, from the site, visit Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, would you like, as as the initial author, would you like to talk about uh, what kind of drew you to this? Um, what your inspiration was, so to speak. So the thing is, it says that Beef Boy wrote this, but I think you actually started it. Yeah. I think so I whoever know. ends it is the one who counts as 
Oh, okay. So I did not I did not pick Baby Grinch and Zach Baggins. Ryan picked it. I did pick Baby We're Grinch confused. and Zach Baggins. <laughs> now that I remember, yes, yeah. that's how it went, and it was a good pick, and you did so well with it. I think Ryan's did the first chunk, and then I did the last two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was your inspiration <laughs> for the My start of the story? My inspiration? Um, I saw Zach Baggins and Baby Grinch, and I just thought... Those are two playful characters that can just have a lot of fun on screen. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, because a lot of people don't know, this is a screenplay. It's actually not yeah. a TM, short story. TM copyright. <laughs> uh, we this are is... in talks with networks. Um, mm-hmm. But both characters just pop on screen. And so I was like, we got to get Zach Baggins and Baby Grinch together. Who else mm-hmm. is there? And then I wrote a story where Baby Grinch is only mentioned because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's our first of the top two. What's our second, Ryan? Um, our second, uh, Matthew picked these two characters, uh, is mm-hmm. called Breaking Toyotathon. It does star Edward Cullen and Jack Frost, dealer for the people. Keep it frosty. Keep it frosty. Damn it, that would have been a good ending. <laughs> I almost fine. put it in... I almost put it in at the beginning, but I was like, it's too strong of a beginning. (laughs) (laughs) And this is how that would go. Jack Frost, dealer for the people, stood in a forest in Washington State with Edward Cullen. I know what you are, said Jack Frost. I want you to say it, said Edward. Vampire, said Jack Frost, breathlessly. Edward turned and put Jack Frost, dealer for the people, on his back. Hold on, spider monkey. Jack Frost, dealer for the people, was breathless. He'd never gone so fast in his life. They were racing past trees and deer. Edward races them home. When Edward leaves, Jack Frost, dealer for the people, went to his room. About three things, he was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and he didn't know how dominant that part may be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. Their whirlwind romance burned bright, but like a candle, it was temporary. Toyotathon was coming. Beautiful. <laughs> Jack Frost, dealer for the people, heard his calling. I'm leaving Forks, Jack Frost, dealer for the people, said. The people deserve good auto deals. Soon after Jack Frost left, a girl named Bella Swan moved to town. Edward felt a new moon rising. He would love again. I love this one. Because at the beginning you think this is just gonna be Twilight, <laughs> and then at the end it really like leans into the Jack Frost dealer for the people, <laughs> and it just it it's a one-two punch. That and I you not... realize it's a it's a direct prequel <laughs> to mm-hmm. Twilight. So it is canon to the Twilight Saga. It is canon. Um, I did get Stephanie Meyer's people on the phone because she was worried with her releasing things in like Edward's perspective of how it would go. Mm-hmm. But I hear in the next one, they do talk pretty heavily. There's a strong flashback scene about With Jack Frost, dealer for the people. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm, and I, I, I'm very excited about that scene. I am too. <laughs> I am as well. Because I, uh, I mean, as, as much as Jack Frost is explored in this, I feel like they left enough of his character unexplored to like really like draw it out in future, future mm-hmm. appearances and yeah. 
Yeah, what if he comes back to town expecting Edward to still love him the same? You just never know. What if uh, he comes back to town as a member of the Arizona Diamondbacks? That is that the baseball team in Arizona? I don't know. Arizona Cardinals. Um, no, Cardinals are something in Missouri. I don't know. But what if he's playing baseball? I'm confused why you're getting Arizona baseball because they the guy definitely moves to Je- like Bella's mom because, definitely moves to Florida. Because I was very confused because at the beginning <laughs> they're in Arizona. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Yes, uh, if you would like to read the other two stories that I we don't have time for in the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we will be putting them up online. Um, just um, as like a little tantalization, do we want to say what the titles are? Yeah, do you want to read those titles for us? Sure. So the two that we didn't read are called Too Fast, Two Hairy Boys with Abandonment Issues. So Who's that figure star? Out what... Oh, let's leave that a secret. Okay. And then the other one is called Feline and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that could be about. I wonder. Hopefully we weren't complete and ardent asses when we wrote that story. Wink, 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 wink. wink, wink. wink. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Beef Boy and Ken. Are we going to need a spinoff of Beef Boy and Ken? I think so. I did just pick the next avatar over and just pick a different name for this round, but we do not, please don't recognize it in the game. (laughs) Okay. Who the fuck's Robert? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck, what is Doctor Who? What is his what is he called? What is his alien type? Time Lord. I was like, TARDIS? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Doctor Who. Pick a doctor from the new range of doctors. Do what? Pick a doctor from the new range of doctors. Nine, ten, or eleven. Jody Comer. Not Jodie Comer. Is that her name? I think it's Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Comer is killing Eve, isn't she? I think so. Also, I did say 9, 10, or 11. <laughs> I don't know the numbers. <laughs> Eccleston, Tennant, or Smith? Eccleston. Just because I watched Thor The Dark World recently. Ooh, okay. This one's not getting read out loud. I can already feel it with my bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think now. <laughs> That has got to be the melody of a normal song, or a song that already exists. <laughs> this is not ideal. It's not. I liked the first round better. We did, we got both of each other's pieces at the same time. It was better. What kind of cryptid is Dave the, is Dave? He's a cryptid. <laughs> He's the cryptid. <laughs> For some reason... I always picture him as Mothman. I always picture him as Mothman, but like smokier around the edges. Yeah. Like he's kind of more shadowy and ethereal, but he's basically just Mothman. <laughs> My I'd dream have to listen to the episode again. I'd have to listen to the episode again. Because I think I like, think he dated Mothman in the original. I think he was coming to pick me up on his moped. Was the story. <laughs> but I don't remember for sure. I'd have to listen to it. If I was Shrek, what would I say? (laughs) 
I really tried to capture his voice, I feel like. <laughs> you definitely tried to make it Scottish. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you yelp Bucky's? <laughs> no, it's like a thing, I think. I think that's more okay. common knowledge than you, than you assume. <laughs> I'm coughing out. Also, remind me to tag Loki spoilers. (laughs) I did it. So I did my best to create a cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) I did not have, like, the only one that I didn't really include was the Loki Shrek one. So that one is not canon. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Ugh. See, there's also a part that you're not getting because I don't think you've read no, I just... <laughs> the ending to the David Hyde Pierce one. <laughs> Fuck you. Why don't we do a quick hydration station? Yes, why don't we? Hydration. And welcome to Hydration Station. The part of the podcast where we like to take a drink of water and uh, stay hydrated to stave off hangovers in the morning. Uh, Mm -hmm. Remember that we do ask that you drink responsibly, um, Mm -hmm. make good choices, and I'm just really proud of all of you. (laughs) Yep. And uh, really buckle up because (laughs) y'all are about to go in on a ride. And you want to be hydrated. <laughs> you, you definitely do. <laughs> oh, man. And that was Hydration Station. Beautiful. Hydration Station. So we did something kind of unprecedented here, didn't we, Matthew? Mm-hmm. Inadvertently. Never before. <laughs> but also planned, kind of. Planned in one mind. <laughs> planned planned in that I joked about it before we started and then I just kind of did it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, we did in fact create uh, essentially a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the rhetorical magic fanfic universe, if you will. Yes. Uh, RM, <laughs> RMFU. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a name I love that I just realized. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm ready. Um, so do you want me to go first and read the first one of the, the mm-hmm. overarching? Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you tell us what this first installment is called and who the characters are? Uh, so this one features Dana Scully from X-Files and Mothman, just a classic, good, wholesome character. And it is mm-hmm. titled, This one might be an advertisement for the Haunted Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, doodly doodly do. <laughs> Dana Scully walked down the hallway of the basement at the FBI's office. She was reading a case file that she had been given to her by Agent Skinner moments before. She turned into an office and slammed the manila folder down on the desk. Was this you? She asked the figure behind the desk. No, said Mothman, not looking at the photograph that had flown from the folder. We have 3,000 witnesses that saw you flying around Las Vegas. 
I wanted to visit Zach Baggins' haunted museum. Did you know he has dirt from the demon house lot there? I don't care. You you can't just go flying around in broad daylight. You don't understand. It's dirt from the demon house. That's a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience, Mothman exclaimed. It was irresponsible not to go. You don't have to tell me twice. I know the wonders of Zach Baggins' haunted museum. It's good fun for all ages, according to Yelp. (laughs) Scully said, Listen, next time you want to go out, just let us know and we'll go with you. In a plane. And they did. Three times a year, they went to Zach Baggins' haunted museum. It was awesome. That shit's pretty haunted. Okay, so that was our introduction into the rhetorical magic FU. Just kind of giving you some background. You know, it's kind of the build-up to the, the whole series. Uh, would you like mm-hmm. to read... Establishing the world. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to read the second installment of the RMFU? Sure. So the the rhetorical magic FU continues with a story called Beaver Nuggets from Heaven. And it stars David Hyde Pierce and Dave the Cryptid. David Hyde Pierce and Dave the Cryptid, Cryptid pulled into Bucky's on Dave the Cryptid's moped. I've always wanted to try the beaver nuggets, said David Hyde Pierce excitedly. It's your lucky day, said Dave the Cryptid, as he jumped off the moped. The two sauntered into the world's largest convenience store, maybe? With <laughs> nice bathrooms, according to Yelp. <laughs> it's breathtaking, said David Hyde Pierce. Not as breathtaking as you, said Dave the Cryptid. The two walked the aisles together, searching for those sweet, sweet beaver nuggets. All hopes seemed lost. They perused the jerky, about to give up, when Bucky himself appeared to them, bathed in warm light. He descended from the ceiling, arms stretched wide. Hello, my children. I know what you seek. And lo, the skies opened, and beaver nuggets rained down. Go forth and spread my good news, Bucky said. David Hyde Pierce and Dave the Cryptid wept at the beauty. Uh, gorgeous. I just... So that, that one's just sort of fleshing out the world. <laughs> setting us up for the big, the big finale. Mm-hmm. So, so far we've got Zach Baggins' Haunted Museum, Bucky's, and we don't really know how they're gonna, gonna play out in the end, so why don't we... We don't. Just head on... I, why don't we head on to that, that next... Install. Yeah, I like this next one because it really fleshes out the concept of a multiverse, mm-hmm. um, and I th- which is important. Think that in this day and age, if you don't have a multiverse, you're not relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that being said, minor Loki spoilers. Yes, there are minor Loki spoilers. Uh, so if you don't want that, okay, uh, be prepared. Brian is bad at accents. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this one. <laughs> This one might be the problematic entry. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us what it's called and who it stars? This one stars Shrek with Mjolnir and Loki. Uh, and it's titled, This Timeline Didn't Deal with Zach Baggins. It was pruned. Uh, where did you get that? That belongs to my brother, the god of mischief yelled. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I didn't think you'd And I got some building to finish up for <laughs> The big green ogre and Bella back. <laughs> How are you even carrying it, you buffoon? Loki went to grab Mjolnir. The hammer immediately dropped to the ground, bringing the demigod with it. It doesn't seem to like you very much. 
I'm going to need a little bit more sauce on that accent. No. <laughs> just, just like 10% more. <laughs> We're not taking constructive criticism at this time. <clears throat> Listen here, you lumbering oaf, Loki said. You will pick up this hammer. Pick this hammer up this instant. Or I will call down the full might of the Bifrost on this swamp. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know what you're talking about. But you need to get out this swamp before I make you. <laughs> uh, just then, the TVA agents <laughs> emerge. Get the variant, one says. They grab Shrek and pull him through the orange portal. Reset the timeline. Loki was still stuck under the hammer. That's not what I expected, the demigod sighed. Oh, man. <laughs> I apologize. So that was, I that was our... <laughs> We're not going to get a clean take on it, so I do apologize. That's fine. They can read it. They can read it afterwards. <laughs> It'll be on social. But, um, yeah, so that's our, our flashback, and it also established the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Mm-hmm. And then, Do you want to wrap us up with the last one? P- potentially the most important. Yeah, so this one, it really ties in every all the threads that have been so carefully and mindfully placed in all the other stories. Our little web of, of, of story and character and just a well-thought-out universe all culminates in this beautiful tale. That is entitled, One for All, All for Beaver Nuggets. And it stars The Doctor and Mary Poppins. That bag is very impressive. You sure it's not a Time Lord tech? The Doctor asked the woman. Time Lord? Whatever do you mean? I'm a lady. She, she pulled out a peculiar umbrella with a bird head carved into the handle. That, don't you see? It's bigger on the inside. Come with me, I need to show you something. He leads her to a particularly er, yeah, particularly bright blue police telephone box. Mary Poppin was confused. Why'd you bring me here? He opened the doors and gestured for her to step inside. She cautiously abided. We're going to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. I've made a plan to meet with the Mothman and we need your help. We're going to steal the demon house dirt. The heist, let's see, the heist went off without a hitch. I've got a bio we need to meet, said the doctor. The TARDIS appeared in the parking lot of the Bucky's next to a moped. Thank you for doing this, my child, said Bucky taking the dirt. The dark magic contained in this dirt will help me create more beaver nuggets. oh man that was good i feel like we really hit our stride there um Mm -hmm. god see i think i feel like the beautiful thing about that ending is it it asks as many questions as answers it gives Mm -hmm. so there's still room for people to maybe if they feel like writing fanfic about what happens next they could or if not, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so that's going to be... That's just... That's the 
the peak of our podcast. It's never going to get better than that. <laughs> it's been a good run. It's the best thing we've ever done. We've tried our hardest. do we kind of want to wrap up with just like final thoughts and final praise for the game like this was a lot of fun um Mm -hmm. thank you to the i got to hear your (laughs) shrek which is fun i think it's a super great game i think it's a lot of fun um i think that it is pretty different than like a movie night over Mm -hmm. like video calls or it's like a a fun different thing that kind of makes you use your mind. I think the artwork is like super fun and <laughs> goofy. Uh, I absolutely love the premise. I think it's good to kind of get to mess around with your friends and <laughs> explore spaces together that are <laughs> weird and different and kind of like build off of each other. And even in the two rounds of uh, writing that we did, we like built out like jokes that would like build off of each other and Mm -hmm. we created a whole multiverse (laughs) (laughs) um and i think that it just goes to show that like you don't need like super intense and for a free game this is just absolutely fantastic Mm -hmm. um shout out to the devs uh you can follow them on twitter at frantic fanfic will kind of like get you into the game and then they have like personal uh things as well which i'm i appreciate them and i want to shout out the developers of course but i don't want to just give the <laughs> information yeah um, but follow at frantic fanfic on twitter um z and michael i think are the the names of the the main two mm-hmm. devs um super fun super great uh, of course, we'll put their social in the copy. So if you want to find it, you'll find it there as well as the website. <laughs> the, their social sounds like we're going to put their social security numbers. In. No, we're going to put their, yeah, it's their, their, their Twitter handle. I know what you meant. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, give this game a try if you're looking for something different to do. If you're looking for something goofy and you have you know 20 minutes i think the the frantic one it's like three minutes to start and goes up a little bit each round just Mm -hmm. to like account for reading um super fun i would play this again we've played it several times before we recorded this and i'm I'm sure we'll play it again yeah in the future i'm sure we will what about you do you have any final thoughts um I think I would agree with everything you've said. It, so it, it, it's something beautiful when you can create your own cinematic universe <laughs> in a in a game, mm-hmm. which we've done tonight. And you know, it's just a good time, good friends, good, good goofs, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've written at least six or no I've written four stories this evening so my brain is mush. <laughs> uh, uh, so thanks for listening to Rhetorical Magic Cocktail Hour. Uh, mm-hmm. Formally, currently Rhetorical Magic. I assume fictional universe. Uh, 
I think I said fanfic universe, but I don't remember. Okay. It's it's the rhetorical magic fu. <laughs> rhetorical magic fu. Uh, follow us on Twitter at rhetorical magic and Instagram at rhetorical magic. You can find me on Twitter at queer mothra, and Matthew at rmch matt. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, be good to each other. Stay safe out there. And as we say at the end of every episode. Wink. I saw a good <laughs> meme where it's like pictures of Jeff Bezos' spaceship launching, and it was just like a Hitachi magic wand <laughs> shooting in space. No, don't ruin the Hitachi wand with that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. We'll cut that. We'll just erase that. Days go before you can watch us on TV show.